This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Are you wondering how you can contribute to Funniest Thing? Don't flip out. Go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. Whoa! Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Thank heavens it does. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in beautiful downtown Van Nuys. Yes. Look at that. If you're on YouTube, you could see Indy playing with scissors. This episode was inspired by one of our listeners. Yes, our amazing listener who was a, a guest on the show. From England? From England recently, the home of my cat. She lives just, I mean, the homeland of the breed of cat I have in the Devonshire. Um, her name's Grace Deathridge. She said, thank you for this great episode. The other day I heard a woman in a shop saying that the word blame a synonym for criticize, which is what we were talking about on the show, is derived from the word blaspheme, which really stuck, struck me. Something I notice in myself is that sometimes when my thoughts criticize or blame, that, or sometimes my thoughts criticize or blame myself for criticizing or blaming myself, that's the double whammy, when of course it's all really a call for love. So that led us, we really love the idea that blame is derived from the word blaspheme or blasphemy, which led us to the show title, Blame is Blasphemy. Blame is Blasphemy. With spiritual skate instructor and influencer, ah. Mitch Busk. Blaming is blasphemy because it is denying the power of God at work in our lives. It is trying to prove we're hapless victims of circumstance. Since the universe always responds to our beliefs, which is really important to remember, Blame prevents the good we desire from dropping into our lap. On this episode, Daryl and Ed point out that when we drop the blame, especially toward ourselves, we invite God into our experience and everything improves. And during the second segment, miracle-minded Mitch Busk gets us enthusiastically looking for the golden links in the chain of our good with today's reading, which is bold. Yes. It's important to look for those golden links to connect the dots, as we say. Well, blame is connecting the dots with all the True. bad things. And I'm proving that, yeah, see, there is no God. God's not good because look, look, look. And blame keeps us stuck and our right. life never improves, which led to our three breaths. But I noticed you used a word in your mother tongue when what did I introducing say? Uh, Mitch. What did I say? Um. You call what? What I would say, influenza. Ah! You used your mom's language, and you called him, and you said he's an he's, he's the, an influencer. 
Which means, <laughs> oh, Edward, you got the influenza. <laughs> the, the influenza. You got the influenza, Edward. On that note, let's bless the Patreon contributions. Thank you all. It's all been coming in. We magnify and multiply all that good that's coming in. Patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. Thank you, Donald, for increasing your Patreon contribution for the month. Because you're actually helping this show get for us to continue to do it and share it with other people who will also benefit who you think or who may also benefit right. from it and you may not realize this but this is actually we have a constant membership drive going you may not realize this daryl why don't you tell them about being a member of the funniest thing club yeah and this membership is absolutely free that's right that's right yeah we get so <laughs> high we get so high that we uh, we make you a member whether you know it or not, you may already yes. be a member. That is to say, you make yourself a member based on the way you live. So why don't you tell them about yeah, it? Yeah, and if you listen to last week's episode, this is nothing new. Um, this uh, this idea of uh, Funniest Thing Club was once considered or called, we discovered, the Miracle Club. Yes. Uh, in uh, the early, in the late 19th century, early 20th century, of people who actually started doing what we're doing, which is applying these principles in their lives yeah, and then experiencing the results of them actually working, miracles, which just means things that seem unreasonable to my regular way of thinking seem to occur naturally yeah. when we practice this idea. And a member of the funniest thing simply is, I'll describe it, we're a group of truth enthusiasts who live each day as ambassadors of God's love. As we consciously radiate love, we perform everyday miracles and experience better than expected outcomes. If you're already living this way or strive to, then you may consider yourself a member. We motivate one another by simply sharing how miracles occur naturally in our circumstances as a result of living lovingly and expectantly. Producer Indy's not around right now, is he? Why? You're going to turn on the I got AC? a deal. I got a deal I want to share with everyone. Uh-oh. I'm going to have to let uh -oh. you in on some... Oh, he's here. Hopefully you're not too mad at me when I let everyone know you're already a member of the Platinum Inner Circle of the Funniest Thing Club. <gasps> yeah. You know how the coaches like yeah. let you into the... Because that we do not want to... in 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 engage in blasphemy which is any thought that limits the holy spirit from doing their work you do not need daryl and ed to make this stuff work no i'm letting the cat out of the bag this stuff is already working in your life it's working in everyone's life so we just love being part of the party of people who live this way also and share the exciting results that holy cow this stuff really works that's right we love the contributions through patreon because it really does lubricate everything and help it move along as rightly so more than that though we just love being at a party which is this is full of people who can we can actually relate to it's not that often that daryl and i find people that we really know we always we've we have come to see the people who live this stuff the way we live this stuff are the ones who, when you share a, a funniest thing or a coincidence, they light up. Yeah. They know what you mean, and then they magnify it, or maybe they share their own. The people who, aren't, who may say they're living this stuff but don't, aren't part of this party are the ones who 
discredit what well we're going to talk about it. it's, yes. it's conti- they continue to blame and discredit and go well you know that could have well it makes that would have probably happened anyway edward that's right and the world needs more giving this stuff away and igniting this stuff in everyone around us because there's so many people like us who we call ourselves like we practice the non-member philosophy yeah once someone wants me to be a member of something that requires me to like compromise myself in any way in the past i've gone along with it but i get like diminishing returns i feel worse and worse about myself and then i start blaming them and wonder why things aren't working so we don't want this is not that kind of club and that's why Daryl, it's just amazing that Daryl came up with the idea of Funniest Thing Club, and he's always loved clubs like that. You know what I mean? Different clubs that have existed, like the, the right kind the, of club. The He-Man Woman Haters Club? Yeah, that one was. <laughs> hey, man, it's a time and a place. It's a little rascal. <laughs> but uh, it's that lighthearted term. It's a club yes. full of enthusiasts. And you don't have to show up. The best, because what we yeah, really want. It's not like, oh, if you don't come here, it's all going to come fall no, apart. That's you're not all true at all. Member. And, and we, you're always welcome back. Yes, and you could tune in anytime you like. Yeah. There's no pressure. The most important thing we want to drive home yeah. is two things. One, we talked about this on the last episode too, a lot. Right. That we want to encourage you to see the idea, which all the great spiritual uh, masters or prophets. Mm-hmm. want you to see which is right. a your life is your ministry that's meaning right. your right. everyday life is your ministry that's right how you treat people how you treat yourself and if you use that as your intention you tend to actually want to bring more mm-hmm. of that divine power mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. your everyday experiences and right. number two that your life is also your laboratory. That's right. Where you get to, let me see if these principles are real. Charles right. Fillmore, who was the founder of Unity, said either, either applying the principles that Jesus taught will bring results today or the whole thing is bunk. Yep. That's exactly what he said. Either we can prove the teachings you know, the suggestions he made mm-hmm, mm-hmm. throughout the Bible to to, uh, to apply in our thinking and our behaving, uh, either they will produce results yeah. that seem miraculous, which just means right. solutions that reason would say, ah, that could never work out, like our limited reason can't see beyond, or the whole thing's bunk. That's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. I've ever heard yeah. because that's what I needed to find. And that's what blew my mind when I was introduced to this stuff. At first, I thought, oh, yeah, right. You know, Mike, do, oh, yeah, do prayer and meditation in the morning. And I was just like, really? Like, I need something that's going to work. Right. Same. But he said, do this for 30 days, even if you don't believe it. And I guarantee your whole life wow. will transform for the better. And my mind at that time, Maybe it was selfish because I was afraid, but I wanted to believe that, that my whole life would transform in just 30 days if I did this morning routine, which just was some generic prayers and yeah. some time to think about my day ahead and bless, you know, use intention to just bless what I what I knew my schedule was going to bring me throughout the day. Right. And man, 
By 30 days, it changed everything, and I've been hooked ever since. Yeah, and this really is the most selfish pursuit in the end, like because it really is connecting with our own personal desire. And in the, in, in what we really all desire is a sense of our divinity, a sense of empowerment, a knowing that we are loved and worthy. And so it's how it's amazing how... Like you said, like there can be like a smaller idea of selfishness, but it merges yeah. oh, with yeah. this greater idea of selfishness, and it all comes together in an amazing way. Let me share. Low, uh, we got some postcards this week. Yeah. From um, if you want to send us anything, funniest thing, PO Box thirteen twelve, Culver City, California nine zero two three two. We got from Kirky. Again, if you go on YouTube, find Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, you can see these postcards. It says missing since Thursday. Have you seen them? Call the police. It's our heads on a pair of legs two pairs of legs running away and uh that's right oftentimes our minds do have us running away but then we end up coming landing in these chairs on saturday in chobo studios and delivering a heck of a show so he says guys alan cohen says what happens to you in the outer world is not a cause well this goes perfectly with why blame doesn't work yeah in what happens to you in the outer world is not a cause it is an effect of your interior thoughts feelings beliefs and intentions pay less attention to how things look and more attention to where energy is moving the current exterior condition is a result of how you flowed your energy yesterday tomorrow's what does that say outer conditions will be a result of how you flow your energy today oh you know what? Yeah, you want to throw. I'm just going to read. Gonna read. I can't believe it. That goes perfect with one of the things we were going to read today on blame, mm -hmm. and it's from a book called "You Can Heal Your Life" by Louise Hay. We've talked about this a lot recently. All right. And there's just a few quick things in here, because remember, blame is blasphemy. Blame keeps us stuck. Blame is me constantly trying to prove to myself and others that there is no God. That there is no way out. Yeah, I might as well just curl up in a ball. It is it's staying stuck? You know, when I was in the military, I was talking about something like circumstances from my past. Yes. When I was in the military rehabilitation center, mm -hmm. and I don't know if it was Mike Erton or this Navy chief said, "Yeah, that's real good, Fazaro." You know, blame is the best way to justify why you're not going to pursue your desires. Keep it up. <laughs> I love it. And I, I was like, it. I don't want to blame anymore. That's great. But it really is the spiritual truth. Because listen, <laughs> listen to Louise Hay. I don't even think she was ever in the military, but listen to how she puts it. Blame is useless useless yeah blaming only gives away our power that's why it's blasphemous because it's saying i have no power and there's no holy spirit which we learned the origin of holy spirit we learned this from nancy norman is is it the activity of god god in action god in action so mm -hmm. blaming only gives away our power keep your power without power we cannot make changes so every time we're blaming I am refusing to change for the. I'm. I'm not personally because I don't want you to think this is willpower. We have to change. This is the miracle of it all. Right. Stop blaming, and then the Holy Spirit can come in. Yeah. The, which is the activity of God and improve our circumstances. The helpless victim cannot see a way out. Right. And that goes right. I'm just going to read all Go three. Ahead, yeah. And this goes right to what Kirk said, where. 
Life is effect, not cause. I used, and that's why blame blaming is saying life is cause. Like the at, like the happenings yeah, in our now, life. Now look at these circumstances. The Why circumstance. does this keep happening to me? Mm-hmm. So that's what blame does. It says life is cause. It's not. Your mind is a tool you can choose to use any way you wish. So you can blame if you want, but you're going to stay in your current circumstances that you don't like. And I know you don't like them if you're blaming because you wouldn't be blaming if you liked them. That's right. All right. There is an incredible power and intelligence within you constantly responding to your thoughts and words. That's the cause. As you learn to control your mind by the conscious choice of thoughts, you align yourself with this power. Do not think your mind is in control. You are in control of your mind. You use your mind. You cannot stop thinking those... You can stop thinking those old thoughts. When your old thinking tries to come back, say, saying, it's so hard to change, take mental control, say to your mind, I now choose to believe it is becoming easier for me to make changes. You may have to have this conversation with your mind several times for it to acknowledge that you are in control and then what you say goes. And finally... Driving this whole point home Mm. is our point of power is here. That's why Jesus, between the two thieves, said, you know, rejoice for today you will be with me in paradise. It's because the thoughts we think now, this is what allows me to stop blaming myself for reprehensible things I think I've done or regrets about things of why didn't Mm -hmm. things turn it why i should have done this instead of that or blaming institutions or parents right or upbringing Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for that i wouldn't have i wouldn't be thinking this way right well here's the good news that once we realize that what we think now is where all the power is it, it absolves us of blaming ourselves because mm-hmm. that instantly is corrected. Right. That's so right. Here, here she says, stop for a moment and catch your thought. Because if what we think now is producing our reality, what you are, th- what it says, stop for a moment and catch your thought. What are you thinking right now? If it is true that your thoughts shape your life, would you want what you were just thinking right now to become true for you? If it's a thought of worry or anger or hurt or revenge or fear, how do you think this thought will come back to you? It's not always easy to catch our thoughts because they move so swiftly. However, we can begin right now to watch and listen to what we say. If you hear yourself expressing negative words of any sort, stop in mid-sentence. Either rephrase the sentence or just drop it. You could even say to it, out. Imagine yourself. Now, this is a great visualization tool because this is the great reality of it all imagine yourself in a line at a cafeteria or what ed likes perhaps at a buffet in a luxurious hotel well that does hit the spot because my family used to go to las vegas a lot when i was younger for vacations and the buffets 
amazing. <laughs> okay. Dude. Well, here we are, folks. Imagine oh, you're at one of those incredible, uh, luxurious hotels in Vegas. The Flamingo Hilton was amazing. All right. But, right next to the Barnaby Coast. <laughs> but instead, <laughs> but instead, <laughs> instead of dishes of food, there are dishes of thoughts. Barbary Coast, excuse me. Go ahead. You get to choose any and all thoughts you wish. These thoughts will create your future experiences. Isn't that a relief? It is. It is. And to let you off the hook, too, this is not a strenuous no, mental effort. No. Like Emmett Fox... That's why I like to mix the Emmett with the Louise, and because oh, you have to. I was thinking about the way that could be heard if you're in a tough spot. The good news is the Holy Spirit is always knocking at your yes. door, and any effort that's taken out of a sense of desperation is putting our shoulder to the door to um, keep it closed. The yeah. door wants to open. That's why this works. The Holy Spirit is trying to push in all the time. Yes. And sometimes we don't realize that the energy, the feeling of our words is way more important than what yeah. we're actually saying. So sometimes we we think these spiritual tools, and we talked about this beforehand, is just like another desperate thing no. that keeps us in control. A lot of this is letting go of control. Let it's not, go. we don't have to recreate reality. Well, I better, I don't know what I want. How, how am I going to create a house? It's like, what you're really doing is opening up to, wow, I'm in a beautiful, like I'm in Chobo Studios. I'm living my dream right now. I have friends around. Like a lot of it's taking inventory of how good it is right now yes. by letting go of the thoughts that are kind of like, they. we think we're protecting ourselves, but they're like you said, they're just putting our shoulder to the no. door. But the, the yeah. like Emmett Fox said, the door to our good, the door to heaven opens inward. So we have to allow it to open. That's why practices like the morning routine, the meditation, the inspired reading that allow our, yeah. us to let go of those. Because those are like, comp a lot of times they're like compulsive thoughts. It's a lot easier said than done sometimes to be like, you know, mm -mm -mm, I'm not going to think that. It's like once that stuff takes over, I'm like, oh, this thing's thinking me. Well, I have to just like dummy down. I have to do what uh, Nancy Norman said, like raise my eyes to a 45 degree angle. I'd use this in a meeting the other day. She said, what is she? What was it like? A biblical thing? Towards like, the hill, whence my salvation comes. Yeah. So these simple tools like this. So if you're ever in a stressful place, say you're in a meeting, like I had to. Do, I was. In, I was in two meetings. They went wonderful yesterday, and I use this tool. Yeah. It works. If our mind and if if the people around you are feeling bogged down in the same energy, or you're feeling bogged. I used this in two like meetings that could have been kind of contentious, but ended up going beautifully. And one of the things that helped. I just looked at the where the floor where the floor where the ceiling meets the top of the wall just focused my eyes there for just a few yeah. moments and there's a chemical thing that starts to happen this yeah. new more uplifting or I just read in something Schoonover sent us it was um who was it Frank B Whitney or something he called it being uphearted you know who Frank B Whitney is huh. he is the guy at Unity who went to Fillmore early on and said you know unless people st start getting into a regular habit of applying this stuff Whoa. they're not going to do it he came up with the idea and he was the first um head of the daily word because he said we got to give these people who are new to this something that they could read 
new each day yeah. in the morning that gets them connected. Wow. He's the orig originator Dude, of the daily word. That's amazing because we just mentioned morning routine and he basically brought the morning yeah. routine. Now I just felt the Holy Spirit enter the room when you said that, you know, because what happened in my meetings by doing this, he calls it being uphearted. Blame is downhearted. Down it's closing everything down. Do this practical practice. It, it turned me into an uphearted person. And one person in our meeting that I've I, even I've been judgmental toward him at times, but I realized when I saw him, I was like, that's just cutting me off from God. Yeah. I let go of that. It was this one person had such a turnaround of what the, the solutions he added to the situation, what he said, the way the miracles unfolded at the end of this meeting made it so clear that God had entered the room because the very things people in the team had said, not when he was there, mind you, had said he was incapable, like he was the problem. He turned into like Daryl and Ed, the, the like solution. new thought, whatever, like the new thought teacher, the solution. Thank you. It was amazing. So I just wanted to say that's a good tool because when you get, when this stuff starts moving, sometimes it's easier yeah. said than done to say, you know, no, I don't want to think like, I have to get into my body. I have to, you know, look at the ceiling. <laughs> These things work, though. Yeah. Now, this is uh, what Ed's talking about is a simple physical activity you can do. Yeah. You know, just seated in your chair or even standing. Just yep. raise your eyes, not your head. Just raise your eyes. Yes. To 45 degrees up, not up into the sun, but just about eight feet. Right. The height of about eight feet, because that's where a ceiling meets the wall. Right. And you will feel an enlightened feeling. And then Nancy also told us, which I can't believe she said this, because all the old churches on the East Coast, a lot of the old churches, mm. the really old ones, mm. not the little chapels, but the churches. Mm. And in Europe, I know they're like this. I visited several while I was there, where the, um, where the talk is given. It's like up in this weird little oh, yeah. balcony thing. Right, they, they have to walk up. Um, and, yeah, yeah, into yeah. this little like stone or concrete, um, mm -hmm. you know, s station. Like the, the podium, but it's yeah, way up, up there. Yeah. So those podiums are 45 degrees up from the pews. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. So you would naturally get into that enlightened receptive state yeah, because what we're saying is you don't have to try to will yourself into thinking more positive thoughts because that's right. what a lot of some, that's why you got to have theology along with psychology. Otherwise, it can be willpower turned against us. Yes, because Indy just sent us an amazing talk by Ed Rabel. Yes. And he said, just clearly, I think he said, theology are thoughts about God. Yep. There has to be the God piece, whatever you, the Taoists called it, the Tao, the way. There has to be that part that is beyond our own little personal will. And power. And power. Yeah. That has to be, If otherwise, that's why people, we, we said, get hooked on the seminars because it's, they, they give you something that you, you still think it's your will that's yeah. doing it. And that will go. That, that will improve things, mind you, because your will is part of it. But this mysti mysticism, which he said is defined as the mystery, the mis that there's a mystery involved, yeah. that's what tickles us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's... If, if people want to 
see that lecture, you can just go to truthunity.net. Oh. And on the search bar, just type Ed Rabel, E-D space R-A-B-E-L. And it's the one called Metaphysics Le- Lectures. Well, can you put that link on this YouTube? Yeah, uh, I'll put it in the description. Yeah, below. perfect. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So the, 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 um, the one thing I want to drive home before I do our breaths that goes along with what we're saying, I'll let you off the hook is, that's why we like the God portion. Whatever type of higher power you believe in, you know, um, Ernest Holmes simplified it for everyone. So any religion can accept these ideas because this does not go against any religion, which is there is a force or power, he calls it, in the universe for good, and we can use it, which means we can rely on it. And we're just saying, and even Jesus taught, he didn't say, I got to think positive thoughts now. What's going on when he was in the Garden of, how do you Gase- say it? Gethsemane? Gethsemane, I think it was. Yosemite Sam. Gethsemane yeah. Sam. Right. So he didn't say, I got to think positive. I can't think. All he did was he knew, let me just stop blaming. Or he just said, out. Right. Out with these thoughts. Get behind me. The whole thing here is like Ed said, it's a letting go. It's a letting go. Yeah, because once let you it go, because go then we invite God in. We let go of trying to. We let go first. We got to be willing to let go of the thoughts that are disturbing us, and allow God to come in. And just God will come in. Yeah, and I was just gonna say. Then once we jump on board, oh, it's like woohoo, jet ski. Then we can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, Jesus on the jet ski pulls up. Hop on the back, buddy. Let's go. Then we're having a good time. Then we can't do wrong. Like literally, oh. because everywhere we go, we doors open. We yeah. light up the it's room instantly. Yeah, and I gotta tell you, I want uh, like I gotta confess that this God piece, I still feel somewhat embarrassed about it at times when I'm in other settings. To admit that I'm relying on this mystery, this God thing, you know, like Daryl. When I'm with Daryl, it makes it easy because he's like gushing and flowing. Well, that's about only got to be in a club because I feel the same way yeah. too in some circles. Right, right. And so I just want everyone to know, Daryl and Ed. Also, when we're not, the cameras are rolling. We also yes. have to take a breath we don't even necessarily have the most important thing is not that i tell people that i have faith in god it's an inward yes affirmation that i trust that this mysterious power is going to resolve this no matter how silly it sounds sometimes it's better to affirm it inwardly than yeah. to put it out there and oh, then get yeah. into sort of like a wrestling match with people and that and that ends up just putting me in a place where i don't feel good so let's just uh, share a quick postcards from lois conklin you can look on in, again on YouTube. You'll see them. Thoughts for today. Thoughts for today from Silent Unity. She create. Yeah, she creates these for us every week. This is such a beautiful bird singing, and she said, "We." This is her thought for today from Silent Unity. We walk in the energy of harmony, which is another name for heaven. We found out from uh, Nancy Norman. If you're not going to Nancy Norman's <coughs> Infinite Prosperity class, what's the name of the website, uh, Indy? Joy of Life. Unityjoyoflife.org. Yes. Unity the Infinite Prosperity tab. Yep. Okay, good. Yes, yeah. thank you. So check that out. We walk in the energy of harmony. Again, that's another word. That's what heaven means, yeah. harmony. We walk in the energy of love. We walk in the energy of faith. Hi, Daryl and Ed. I got the book Thoughts for a Friend from Foster by Foster McClellan. Love it so much. I'm encouraged each week by your show. Thank you. 
Love Lois Conkle. We got another one. Wow. It says, quote for the day by Amy Poehler, of all people. Find a group of people who challenge and inspire you. Spend a lot of time with them, and it will change your life. I joined an art group and a writing group, and the results were amazing. Make new friends, too. Made new friends, too. Thank you for Yes Postcard, Daryl Center. Yep. Uh, you can find those at DarylNed.com. Blessings on you both. Love, Lois Conklin. I just want to say real quick, Billy Crosby. Yes. You. We had a reel. I know um, you've been... Uh, what? Uh, maneuvering how you feel about being what is it called included in the reels but I had to this is good news because he saw the one where you said that our vibration attracts circumstances you gotta remember we're just regular guys all of a sudden we have things up on Instagram Facebook hearing things our voices well, in our heads I don't really have the face for television or YouTube I don't have YouTube I'm not a, I'm not an influenza God uses like, the least among like us like Mitch like Mitch <laughs> like our guest who's coming on I'd consider you an influenza an influenza okay yeah you, you my joy is contagious that's right an influenza. I'm an influenza I think my, my Italian grandma was good he's an influenza so <laughs> Billy Crosby saw that though and he said remember you were saying our vibration attracts our circumstances yes and he said, I've been noticing that a lot more lately, simply by paying more attention. Who would have thought? We love you, Billy Crosby. I see. Um, thank you, Chief Engineer Jeff Comfort out in Kansas City, Kansas, because each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. Yes. yes. Thank you, Indy, right here at Chilbo Studios. Thank you all. And wouldn't uh, Jesus be considered an, an influenza or influencer? Sorry. <laughs> Well, he only. Oh, I don't. Wait, wait. We can't talk. We about will that. have wait, the shocking answer to that. that. Yes, oh, we oh, have the bad. shocking answer to that. Yeah, coming, coming up in the second segment. Let's take a few breaths together, then take a break and bring in our three Mitchell breaths. Mitchell Busk. Let's take a breath to clear our mind. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, what? I'm not even ready. Wait, what's? Did the... you write them down? What's here? This right here. <laughs> yeah, I wrote them down. Oh, okay, good. Wait, look. Someone's got a trash bag on his head, or is that a garbage? It's on fire can? with ice. Okay. Okay. Let's take it. Yeah, right, the yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. is the good news. Yes. If you're tired of getting more of the same. Yeah. Because that's really I, what our mind will tell I, us. I, I uh, want to use. No, it. people say that. Uh, it's just more of the same, Joe. Yeah, yeah right. I know. And that's the exciting part about this stuff is, we, it's an adventure. It's not more of the same. It's more of the divine. Yes. It's more of the ex inspiration. It's more of the excitement. So, so don't blame the president yeah. or the weather or your mommy. Yeah. Instead, do this. Or your mommy's president. Yeah. Okay, let's take <laughs> you a ready? deep breath. <laughs> uh, life's never the same when I release the blame. Ah, uh, life's never the same when I release the blame. Ah, uh, life's never the same when I release the blame. Ah. Oh, boy. Coming up next, miracle-minded Mitch Busk right here in the studio gets us enthusiastically looking for the golden links in the chain of our good with today's reading, which is bold. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed right here from Chobo Studios. Yeah. 
We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. Welcome to the second segment of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed and Blame is Blasphemy with spiritual skate instructor and influencer, Mitch Busk. Right here, baby. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> Good to see you guys. Uh, word on the street is that um, you guys are the biggest one-two punch since uh, Shaq and Kobe. Whoa. Yeah, seriously. And I want to tell you that I'm so grateful to be involved with what you guys got going here. And you guys are so talented and inspiring with what you do. Well, thank I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Thank you. Well, you want to tell people what you do in your spare time? Yeah, in my spare time, uh, I love writing poetry, looking mm-hmm. at nature. No, I do love doing those things. But um, yes. Is this the dating game? Yeah, I'm really trying to sell myself. Bachelor you guys number one. <laughs> yeah. No, so I... Uh, I own and operate a skate camp. It's called Road to Pro. We try to facilitate a positive platform for kids to experience authentic Los Angeles skate culture. And then I do a positive mentorship. It's called Beach City Skate and Meditate, where I funnel my services of tutoring, independent lessons, whether it be surfing, skateboarding, or just experiences. And uh, so I'm blessed by the grace of God to be able to do that for a career now. I know Eddie from uh, my old occupation at Culver City Middle School when I was a behavioral therapist. And uh, it's a blessing to to cross paths with you and and, uh, establish our relationship. Well, I was immediately uh, (laughs) um, impressed because you had that Steve Harvey suit collection on that first time I met you. That was amazing. I think you kept the coat hanger in the shoulders. That's all from Ross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I've seen you me- with meditating with kids online. Yeah. And uh, so what's that like? Are the kids into it? Do they enjoy it? Yeah. Well, you know what? My thought process on this is as long as I'm planting a seed of hope or excuse me, like a seed of that practice of spiritual mindfulness, then my job's done. You know, I'm a, I'm just like you guys. I'm, I'm a vessel of God's love. Yeah. And I... It's it's really awesome to see because some some kids latch on and some I see them practicing outside of just that yeah structured mm-hmm. time period but like um it's yeah it's it's a blessing and it keeps me going with feeling inspired to pursue I'm kind of jumbling this no that's no, no, I understand no, you're you're perfectly clear do you think you learn I mean I'm putting you on the spot but I was no, just curious good, like yeah. when you're teaching it to them don't you think that you end up getting more uh, getting more out of it and understanding what it is yeah no for sure when i when i'm doing that it's kind of like solidifying my understanding of it and it's like spent with them and like it just it just feels more gratifying and uh yeah i don't know it's it's great i love it yeah well that's the main thing yeah and then um what about you've been sitting in the the green room, if you will, the control mm. control room with Indy. Have you had any thoughts bubbling up based on what we've been, what you've been hearing? Man, blame, yeah, blame is booty. Okay, yeah, that's what we need to. We got to come off strong like that. You know yeah. what? Taking accountability and responsibility for your own actions mm-hmm. has that's been something that's been prevalent in my life today. Owning up to to those things and like forgiveness, acceptance letting go surrendering the hum- the humility that comes along with that and um it's a liberating feeling to let go of any sort of like negative connotation of of like blame you know mm-hmm. and 
yeah uh that's that's pretty much kind of what was going through my mind yeah i just uh, loved watching you guys and my mind's like okay i gotta say all of these things that are so clever and you know what i just i'm like god speak through me i'm i'm here you know <laughs> it's kind of where i'm at yeah because <laughs> well, we're talking about really how blame really keeps us stuck and when I was younger, I was a classic blame thrower. Mm. <laughs> I was always like, anytime I was caught with anything, I always had something to blame. Yeah. But you got to remember, blame is really, you, you shouldn't punish me. Blame is really saying this. When you're caught and you're blaming, I just know this from my own experience. It's really saying, um, you don't need, you shouldn't punish me because I'm already a victim. Mm. That's what you're saying. Yeah. I shouldn't punish me because I'm already a victim. Yeah. Anytime I'm blaming someone else or or past circumstances, because mm. it's always me just, you really got to get clear when you think about blame, and I have to do this all the time, is do I want more of the same? I mean, if I'm yeah. blaming, it means I am digging in this is the problem. I'm digging in to stay stuck. Mm -hmm. and, I'm, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm saying there is no God in those moments. Anytime we blame, I'm saying there is no higher power. And it's definitely, and if there is, it's definitely not loving. Mm. That's what I'm saying when I'm blaming. Yeah. The problem, I think, in some organizations that I have to back away from, and this is even spiritual groups that start off very... Um, um, what do you want to say? What's the what's the positive word? You know, with great intentions, well intended, and well intended, and mm -hmm. actually very, um, like effective, very effective, effective in their yeah. early in the early portion of their existence. Like where the material that they're sharing and what they're talking about is, is beneficial. It's on the money, right? And it's, it's still on the money. Yeah. If you but unfortunately, with a lot of things, the members then somewhere if they're not like all of us if i don't continue to practice this stuff daily i'm gonna go back to blame throwing yeah it's just separation makes me think about yeah mm. it's well it's separation it's definitely separating myself from god and anything good being possible in my yeah. life but here's the problem i was going to say in a twisted method in order to say to my to lie to myself that i'm I'm actually living these things, but not doing the work. I could trick myself into turning my victim, my blaming, into making me heroic. Mm. I'm a victim hero. This happened to me, this, that, this. Look yeah, at so, all of these yeah, outside so, circumstances that are piled on me. Yeah, so. What, what uh, would you do? Yeah, or, or, you know, I've had it so bad. That makes me heroic instead of, yeah. but I used to do that as a get out of jail free card. It doesn't work. I mean, I used to think it would work as a get out of free, get out of jail free card, <laughs> you know, because by the time I was 18, I would lop it all on. My grandfather was murdered. My mom left. My dad died. Yeah. And, and people go, Ooh, wow. Ooh, but I can't, but we can't keep doing that. Right. We got to mm -hmm. stop. Doing it. Temple Hayes, the minister up at Unity of Santa Barbara, says one of the things she says at the start of all our for all of her services, yeah. you know, and we're and once we're over thirty, we can no longer blame our parents. Correct? <laughs> yes. And you got to say yes. 
but it's true. Mm-hmm. It's I I have to let go yeah. of the of the of I have to release the need to remain a victim mm-hmm. in order to appear heroic because that's one of the benefits that a lot of people we may not think of it consciously, but mm-hmm. if you do this work long enough and you. Um, do a routine every day and you start catching yourself, you realize this is what I'm doing. The benefit from remaining a victim is one, I don't have to take any, I don't have to do any more work. Mm. I don't have to take any responsibility to move forward. Two, if I get caught, well, why didn't you go play in that band? Or why didn't you finish those paintings? Well, because I'm already heroic Mm. because I've been such a victim. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. These things become a working part of our mind. It's like, which muscle do you want to grow? That's right. You want to grow the separation muscle, the blame muscle, or you want to grow that spiritual leader yeah. mentality of like, love, 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 take this, take this. Yeah. I'm giving this unconditionally. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what makes me. Makes yeah. Me think well, when about, um, the quote that I think I may, I may have heard even from Daryl first, that Will Rogers quote, if you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. Yes. Mm-hmm. Coming to the recognition that our thoughts are the cause of our experience. So yes. if I'm finding myself in a hole, I may not be consciously aware that I've been digging, but I, the, the, that's why, you know, these I'm having that experience. So yeah. it's reclaiming our power. And I was talking with you guys before, at the middle of the sh- show, uh, no, before the show in the green room about how. With kids that I work with, it's really obvious that when they're blaming each other for stuff, mm. they're getting high off of blaming each other. They're yeah. they're actually loving blaming each other because they're getting a and this is how we are. We get a little I get a little adrenalized high. Yes. So it's like breaking an addiction to that little adrenaline. Yes. And then totally. we Mitch and I were saying we we what what happens though is we replace our connection with God we by which connects us all. When mm-hmm, we connect yeah. in love, we we're automatically connected. Undoubtedly. But when we don't, when we forget about that, and the, when the spirit goes missing, because Jesus said the letter killeth, but the spirit's what giveth life. And he was talking to Pharisees who were supposed to, you know, like they were the high-ranking spiritual teachers, but they had lost the spirit of it. That's why he was always telling them, "You got to be like these kids." Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, what part? And that means the kids don't believe that they they know it all. They don't believe they they don't mm. even want it. They they like the, I mean in the true sense when we're connected to our yeah. inner child, our divinity, mm. we're in the flow. We we have no interest in looking like we're important because we're connected to this giant mystery of the universe. And but when we watch the kids, like especially around fourth grade, it starts to settle <laughs> in. They start to act like little adults, and they like. They're not even trying to resolve the problems. They want to be in the problem. Right. They want to be like, he did this to me and well, he did. Yeah. So like I always, nowadays I've learned more and more. It's not even about, like I'll listen to it for a little bit, but then it's almost, it's just about redirecting them back into a creative, empowering endeavor and honoring what they're saying. Cause they're not even, they don't even know what they're doing. They don't realize they're just emulating the adult world and, yeah. right. but trying then getting them back it. into something that connects them back into spirit back in that's what we were talking about like opening the door for spirit to come back in and then these organizations that like daryl said lose the spirit of what it was originally about it's dead yeah it becomes dead because the spirit is what gives it life the spirit of what we're doing is what gives it life i want to share this too it's like something that this makes me think about is like i've said this before when i've been on your guys thing and i'm 
I'm grateful to be in person with you guys doing this. Yeah. Chobo Studios, shout out Indy. Can I get a shaka? There we go. That's exactly uh-huh. what I was thinking. <laughs> Anyways, like what you place focus on inevitably expands, yeah, right? It grows. Straight yeah. up grows, all of that. Yeah. Thoughts have thoughts carry energy. Yeah. Words carry energy. Um, so when you're gonna look at the focus on the negative in people, you're gonna continue to see more and more of the negative. So blame, 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 that's gonna grow. Yeah. It's gonna be more of a principle in your life of seeing that. So what I like to do is I choose to see the good in people. Like I, I directly am like, okay, I may not connect with this person. I may not enjoy their presence, but guess what? They're a human being, child of God, just like me. So what are these qualities that I, that I appreciate and I love about this person? So that kind of makes me think about what we were talking about with blaming and stuff. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you a great story and a great little exercise that works that I had applied the past few days mm. there's doing people are having construction done in uh, our neighborhood right and i have this small parking spot on the street it's not mine there's a parking spot <laughs> on the street in front of my house that's very small and it's between we have two driveways to our house so anything bigger than a car mm-hmm and you're blocking both of our driveways. Yeah. So my wife can't get in and out, and I can't get in and out. I mean, it's a pretty high-end problem to have two driveways. It's a privilege issue. Yeah. No, for two sure. Two houses. Yeah, so, uh, well, you apply these principles. It's amazing. And no, it works. 100% right. Because there's no reason, logically, right. why my life should be this good other oh than believing in these principles. Dude, yeah. and so, this is not exclusive to no, I know. us. This yeah. is accessible to yeah anyone, everybody everyone. That's yeah. the good news yeah. that anyone and that it's a choice. So, but mm-hmm. here's what happens to us and to me. So this guy, uh, one of the workers, has a giant truck, mm. and the past few mornings he's been parking, and it eats into both driveways. Mm. And man, I go, oh, what do I do? I'm gonna call parking. I'm gonna do, and I go, no, no. And I got just because I do my morning routine in the living room, so I see it right. as I'm doing my routine. I go, rah, 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 no, I'll bring it back to the morning routine. Right. The only tool that would work that really was effective was now. What if that was a friend of mine yeah. struck? What mm-hmm. if that was like this? Is how I have to switch it. Forget that it's this guy's truck. Forget that it's this stranger going ahead of you at the grocery line mm. with more items than you think they should have. Right. You know, whatever it is, folks. Right. Do this and you will be blown away. Yeah, 100%. And this is what I did. Imagine that guy is already like a friend of mine. Mm, Meaning, yeah. pretend that Steve with his big truck mm-hmm. and I helped him maneuver in because really, even though he was eating into both driveways... We could still manage to get yeah. in and out. There you go. And if that was a friend of mine, if that was Mitch Busk, hey, I'm teaching kids in the neighborhood. Do you have a space <laughs> I could use? And I go, yeah, yeah, but I got my big truck. We got all our gear. <laughs> I go, no problem, Mitch. You could park in front. Yeah. I'm loving and, your Mitch voice, by the way. Oh, it's so accurate. And Mitch would be saying, yeah, but it's cutting into the park, your driveways. Is that cool, bro? Because I don't want to throw you off or anything. Dude. And I'd be like, no, Mitch, it's totally cool. Yeah. And I'd feel great about it. Thanks, Daryl. So I did that <laughs> with this guy. And this morning, he parked there again. Uh, and I was like, Steve. no, he's my friend. He is my friend. That's mm. great. But you, these are the things. These are the tools 
that the Pharisees, when we get so full of self pride, even me, yeah. if I'm, if I, you know what I mean? It's so easy for me to think I'm living this stuff in my life. We do the show. I have friends like Mitch. You know, I'm doing 99% of things right. But if I'm still staying angry, because I, I, can't, I can't be angry at this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got to apply this stuff. Right. And this is the thing. You don't have to weed through your life and dig, dig, dig. No. What is disturbing you now? And apply it to that. Yeah. Now is your point of power. Yeah, but I screwed up things in my head. Forget the past. Let the dead bury the dead because their point of power is right now. Choose the thought like we read in the beginning of the show at the buffet line. The thoughts you choose now are the thoughts that are going to create your future. 100%. Not blaming yourself or somebody else or me getting upset at this guy mm. and coming up with ways. Well, you, you could call Culver City parking because he's in your driveway. <laughs> I don't want that. Right. Because what is that going to bring me? Right. It's going to bring me more of the feeling I'm feeling right. in that moment, Chasing which that. is a bad feeling. But I do get you get this weird little high. Yeah, that and if you don't watch so yourself, if you don't watch yourself, like I could not watch myself if I was in one of you know these old one of my old, old yes. groups or whatever, mm -hmm. I could easily go, yeah, man. And, you know, people who don't practice this stuff, I got this guy parking in my driveway, right. bro. And they'd be like, oh, man, I'd call. Go. And we're all thinking we're practicing spiritual mm. stuff. And we're saying stuff like that. Why? Because it's okay. Because he's not one of us, bro. He right. doesn't apply it. No, he's applying it fine. Yeah. I need to apply it even more, which is what Jesus was saying. Yeah. You know, I got to apply it. More than the Pharisees, I have a problem with. Yeah, and then you know what the best part is? Then the Pharisees become my friend. Mm -hmm. That's right. This guy 100%. doesn't bother me. That's like the, the the person at that meeting. Yes, and then you start loving him, and yeah. you're like, I love this and guy. And he turned into the Christ. Yes. He started speaking love it. Always wins. Yeah. And if I could share something about um, and bring that to the next level, say Steve, the truck guy, he keeps get like just digging on you, and it becomes somewhat of a spiritual enemy you know the one the one way that i've been able to to relinquish or like let go of that of that like resentment and stuff is is sending that person love and my roommate's mother kelly raglioni she taught me something which holds really dear to my heart it makes me really emotional right now which yeah. i uh, i'm really um grateful to feel these emotions is just like she she taught me um to picture like a pink light to this person and like close your eyes and, and picture them smiling and with happiness. Yeah. And, wow. and that is like, um, that's kind of what I've used in, in situations where I feel complete separation with, yes. with people that I have resentment towards. So, um, yeah, uh, his, his mother passed away in October. And so mm. that's just like such a beautiful thing that she left me with. And, uh, I, I'm really grateful. I feel grateful to be able to share this with you guys. Yeah. yeah well, she's here with us now. And I'm sure it's her that just whispered that in your ear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because anyone who's on the other side is just looking for opportunities to share the good news that heaven is here and now. Yeah. Like, because every one of us is going to leave here eventually, and we're going to want people that here, like, don't be afraid. Yeah. Send love. Be love. Freaking yeah. always wins. Yeah. Love always wins. Yeah. yeah. And like it's that. always a choice. That's, yeah. This thing of being a victim, uh, I w you yeah. mind reading that Cohen because um, oh, for this first, is great. The, yeah. And I wanted to just share after that a little tool that I've been using because 
the thing that gets you out of victimhood is recognizing you do have a choice. Your choices matter. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, this job. But guess what? I chose to drive to that job. Yeah. yeah. I chose to walk in that room. I chose to have that conversation with that person. And getting back into that, the power, because victimhood believes I don't have a choice. And then tries to get milk that attention. Connecting through victimhood instead of connecting through our oneness with God. Letting go of that allows mm. us and, and, and recognizing the power that we always have choices and that we're always making way more choices than we realize. That's actually really liberating. Oh, this is great. Yeah. This is from another book we recommend to read in the morning, A Deep Breath of Life by Alan Cohen. And on April 19th, you ready? Here we go. Exactly yeah. what Ed said. Um, okay. The notion of creatorship threatens the ego's platform of victimhood. Someone who feels guilty will fight the notion of responsibility as the ego cannot see beyond the blame game. In the game of creative living, however, each of us has the power to manifest the world we choose, regardless of the worlds that others are choosing for themselves or would choose for us. Guilt is debilitating. Mm. While responsibility is liberating, yes. guilt focuses on what you did in the past or what others did in the past. While responsibility looks at how the choices you make now will affect your future. Responsib guilt calls for punishment. Responsibility calls only for correction. And that's what your example of what your friend's mom gave you. My yeah. example of how I chose to look at this guy we always have a choice in that moment to be a victim hero so we can complain to our friends how heroic we are because look at all the stuff that's happening mm -hmm. in my life and even when you're saying or, that that's, that's yeah. perfectly embodied because i could feel yeah, how that yeah. energy yeah, is dead, like emotional outburst it's, where it's, it's, trying it's to justify loud and but it's also yeah. clenched it, it's up. clenched up mm. or <laughs> or we could choose to just change the way I'm th take responsibility with the direction my thoughts are going and just choose to bless this instead. I yeah. want, I don't want bless. this to become more of my future. That's really what we got to remember. Just like the Louise Hay reading. Do I want this thought to perpetuate? Because even if we take the action, like some well-intentioned friends, I call it fear-based problem solving. Yeah. that say, well, you have a right to call the parking sure. people. Oh, and yeah. I do. But you know what? I don't want more of this feeling. And if I do do that, mm -hmm. what do you think that's going to bring? More bad feelings. That's right. More, and that guy's right. going to be more of an enemy. Yeah. And I'm not going to feel any better. No. Oh, am I going to get some weird, twisted high? Oh, I don't like that But feeling. here's the problem with that high. That high is no good. You know why? Because every time I followed through on doing what was right out of fear, mm. like calling it the parking commission or whatever, <laughs> well, what happens? I have to keep justifying it. That's how I know it's not good meaning. I have to go, yeah, I had to call the parking down this guy. And I would feel the need to have to keep justifying that like a lot of right. people we know do. And the reason I justify things like that is because my conscience doesn't feel good about it. The higher me knows, eh. Yeah, and then you cheap, then we keep getting that cheap high of if someone high. else agreeing with us yep, or what bro, that's what it's I a, would But do. it's really agreeing. You got to be the alpha. Yeah, agreeing yeah. on victimhood. <laughs> it's big, horrible. Big backpack of, of uh, responsibility to continue to 
float yeah. that train down that negative alley. Yeah. So keep pushing, pushing, pushing. I can Not only real. run as fast as I can in front of a moving train <laughs> for only so long. Right. <laughs> and so the, the activity I did this week, which helped me, because it's easy to start looking at like my subconscious mind, the things I'm thinking, the judgments I'm having. Even if I'm living the spiritual path, I start judging myself on a whole other set of things, right? So what I've been doing is writing down, well, what did I choose today? I chose to do my morning routine. I mean, stuff that I do every day, but making a note of it yes i chose to find the best possible state of mind i could find to come in to work with these kids i chose to call back that parent instead of running away i chose to send my wife a loving text i chose to do this show i chose and now i start giving myself credit for the only thing i really have power over which is my choices because in the past I wouldn't give myself credit for those things. And it, to- it tells a much better story of who I am. It gets me out of the victim role because yes. if I did get into something that I didn't enjoy, I'm the one who chose. I made so many choices that like just I like the empirical, like scientific look at it that I scientific, I empirically just made a lot of choices. So it's not like the, 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 this, Cruel life made me have this experience. There were so many choices I made that, but that's the liberating thing is that in the, if it's, if it was something I didn't enjoy, then I could make different choices. If it was something I did enjoy, then I feel empowered. Like, wow, my choices matter because the universe is responding to our choices. Heaven on earth is when we're living the life of our dreams, Mm -hmm. our desires. It has to come from within in us. So embracing our choice in the matter, it's not selfish. It's really the only thing that we really have control over is that. I mean, I had an opportunity recently to, um, I went to see this, remember the remember that teacher that I had to have that sit down with, with the yeah. principal and everything, and I blessed it and everything went. Nice. And that's continued to transform. This time I went to her room, we had, a, a, we had made a plan for me to go work with a student at that time. I went there, no one there. No, we had a plan to meet and talk about something, yeah. about a student. And this teacher wasn't there. They bailed. They bailed. Well, yeah, because they had business. So I almost became mirrored what I was afraid she was going to judge me. I better, I better her write. And it was like, I better write her an email and tell her I came to cover myself. Oh, yeah. But I was like, but that's like me doing what I'm afraid they're going to do. What would the real me, the healthy me, I wouldn't do anything. I'd go, oh, she was probably busy. And I just go, so I did that. I walk into the office and there she is. Mm. And she's having a, happy conversation with someone and she goes please don't talk to me about work yeah and i go oh i love that attitude i said because i just went to your room because we had said we were going to meet and she's like oh my god i forgot i go who cares yeah. it's like i said let's just deal with it love. next week let's not even worry about it enjoy your day and as a result of that it was it, but it was what you just said i didn't call the parking inspector on her. Yeah. I didn't construct something to cover my behind. Ugh. I just let it go and like stepped into the boldness of this way of living, got out of the victim role and we had such a, and, and our relationship just continues to get better as a result. Yeah. Well, you know amazing. what the best part is that God doesn't do spite work. So even if you're writing down all your thought, like your choices that you made that were good and then you made one, the thing is not to keep be blaming myself and regetting like the one choice that I made. Oh, I can't believe I said I'd do this or I did this or I, because the God is so forgiving 
that the moment we can let that go, then our future, we're not, we don't reap the negative. Agreed. Um, what do you call it? The negative consequences yeah, yeah. of that. And, you know, William James even said the first step in relieving yourself of the consequences of anything is acceptance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is forgiveness. Yep. Yeah. Always the answer. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I got I, a great look from hey, you the, right um, there. Well, I was just accepting how handsome you are, oh, Mitch. Oh, wow. I'm yeah, accepting I was thinking that. the same thing. That's Those cool eyes. <laughs> Those eyes. Those eyes have seen a lot of love, but they're never going to... Um, we have the I have the revealing word. It's Charles Fillmore's definition of things. This no, this is a great book. I recommend anyone get it. Mm. Spiritual terms defined. Because, yeah, because you can find words in the Bible. Nice that you go. Ah, what does that word really mean? And this gives the metaphysical, esoteric, the meaning, the deeper meaning of these words, and it's so refreshing and enlightening. You're like, oh wow, now this makes perfect sense. Yeah. It, Joseph Murphy has a great book called The Power of Decision, and he emphasizes in there, there is the only place any guilt and punishment exists is in our own minds. It's in not mind. in the nature of God to condemn any of its cre creations. That is all in our minds. So the moment we let it go, we re we it automatic it's it is the nature of spirit to flow in it is the nature of it is who we are it's the nature of spirit to flow in and bless us in abundantly so we have to let go of these things in our mind but like what you if just i said. keep ruminating on that pain well then you're keeping your shoulder on the door right it's not but it's not like it wouldn't hurt if god wasn't trying to get in yeah the the pain is resisting the god yeah. i feel like sometimes i feel that pain and then it's like it's it just comes to me without me even thinking. I'm trying to put up my spiritual my shields, but then it it revisits, and then well, I have morbid reflection about these right. things that hurt. Well, me. yeah, I mean that, we're not saying you're never going to have these thoughts. I have them all the time. I could in the right. shower this morning. All of a sudden, I'm going, "Why am I thinking of this thing from <laughs> ten years ago?" And I just go, "Daryl, stop it," or or you know, like Jesus said, "Get behind me, Satan." Right. It it just means. It's coming up to be, be, they're coming up because your consciousness now or subconscious is becoming more filled with good. Right. That's right. These, these ideas, they can't go down and down. They, if you're healing, yeah, like shrapnel comes up and out, mm -hmm. you know, Ooh. everything I've comes. I've seen videos of those. Well, it comes things. up and out of your system. The same thing with these thoughts. All these old memories, they're coming up and out, but... The ruminating on it is my choice. Mm. So I have to stop myself on the ruminating and see that, yeah. oh, this yeah. idea that used to disturb me or this scenario I was in that makes me feel bad about myself, it's coming up and out. Let me let it go. Right. Yeah. And then I find myself, I'm like, when that continues to be revisited in my mind, whether that be subconsciously or not, when I feel, if I feel like I have control over it or if I feel like it's n running rampant, I kind of repeat the mantra that will be done, not mine. So it's like, yes, I put that love and acceptance to these things that, you know, that have brought me pain or bring me pain currently. And I know that this too shall pass and I'm going to continue to grow strong through that. But I'm not going to act like I'm perfect at, at this, you perfect. know, yeah, no one. I, no, I, I'm not I... saying that. But like I'm saying, like, I am just I'm still 
I'm still learning. I'm well, kind of young in this well, stuff. Well, good. Maybe one day you'll get to be my age and you'll still be learning. Right. I've been using this one to help me. These thoughts come up because we're talking about thoughts that feel bad. Memories that yeah. we start ruminating and we either get resentful or we start hating ourselves. Why did I do that? I'm a horrible person. Mm -hmm. Who am I kidding? Why am I doing this show? Because it's something that happened 10 years ago. Right. So I have been using this one. I tell my mind I've suffered enough. Meaning I don't need to punish mm -hmm. myself with the thought anymore. And then I go right into, and wonderful things are happening yeah. for me now. Go. New neural so pathways, new so, connections. So I just go, I've suffered enough. Because yeah. the yeah. old me thought I had to keep punishing myself because I thought I was such a bad person. Mm -hmm. So I better punish myself to be resolved. Right. But that doesn't work. Because like, Ed just said, that the only place this is existing within me so I'm telling myself, Daryl, you suffered enough by your yeah. own thoughts. Mm. You suffered enough. And that thing lets it go. And then I really, because that's the denial, and then I bring in the affirmation, which is true. And wonderful things are yeah. happening for mm. you now. Yeah. Okay, so I can let go of that. Yeah, well, we're like, because we're like Tesla's self-drive. There's a part of us that's a self-driving car, right? And right. It, it was programmed to go to these destinations before. So it's going to try to go back to those destinations. We're in the process of reprogramming. And it feels scary because right. we thought we didn't have control. We, did, right. we didn't know we could That's reprogram. That's all we know. We thought we had to. And it, But I like what you said. Thy will be done. What are you doing? You're letting the door yeah. open yeah. inward. Surrender again. to Anything win. Anything we can do. Because sometimes on that subject, there's nothing in that moment we're going to do to get out of that spiral other than change the subject yeah yes get, for that moment once we get a higher altitude and the beauty of it is if that thing's active and we let ourselves get a higher altitude that part will unravel itself naturally so we don't have to keep chipping away at no. it sometimes again there's this weird little high that comes from marinating on it so we have Whoa. to be careful and ruminating yeah we have to be careful about that but uh we all my do bad it. i didn't mean to no, interrupt. no, no. This is. I would much rather hear about your mind and how you apply well, it. Right. Well, because the and word tie into this for sure. Well, the word resentment doesn't necessarily mean what people think it means. It it's means re ruminating, refeeling. It means yes. It means yes. ruminating right. on things that make me feel bad. Right. Rethinking and refeeling things that make me feel bad. That's what it means. It doesn't mean oh, I'm a bad boy. I have resentments. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still letting go of my resentments, bro. That's hell. That's it's, amazing. Well, because I've heard people talk like that to oh, me. Oh, I know you have. Otherwise, I know. That's what's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? Dude, listen to what Mitch just said. We don't want to keep ruminating. You're, you're killing yourself. You're harming yourself. You know what's funny? That's like, it's recent. With the it's proudness just... of... Right. I'm a, you know, I'm still working on my resentment, so I'm cool because I'm not perfect, but I'm cool because I have the, I'm a badass because I was a bad boy. I don't want any of that I anymore. Don't any, I don't want like any that of that around me, bro. Isn't that good great? That. Yeah. Well, yeah. you think about it, it's the same message being resent to you. Yes. And how do you respond to it now? It's the same, <laughs> same yeah. experience is now being sent to us. Do we like? Double down on redefining ourselves by it, like you said, or try to get props from people or whatever we do with it. Yeah. Do we like, it's almost like our subconscious mind sends us a letter. It's official. You're a victim. Here's the truth. <laughs> what do yes. we say? Oh, this can't, this is return to sender. This yeah. is, this is a mistake, yeah. right? I'm re-identified. Yeah. Yes. Like, this was sent to the wrong address because I'm not a victim. 
And uh, the other thing you can say to yourself is, uh, yeah. I hear you, little Ed. I mm-hmm. love you. Yes, yeah, I love you. How scary one. that No was. worries, I got you. Yeah, I got yes. you. We're, we're going somewhere new now. Yeah. We're going you know? somewhere new. And I'll even touch myself here and go, yeah. oh, it's okay. Yeah. Like you I were doing it. with yeah. the pink. Yeah. Think oh, pink. yeah, 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 right here. Think pink. Mm-hmm. Think, pink. Think pink. Yeah, like the Pink Panther. Come on. That's Come on. what she I was d- I did you. not like that movie. I watched five no, minutes No, don't of it. watch the movie. What, the Just take the, the Yeah, yeah, I'll take it, yeah. Come on, you yeah. about the, What's his name, the actor that was in that? I was so depressed because I was like, this isn't a cartoon. I know, yeah, I wanted it yeah. to be a cartoon, no. too. It even started with a cartoon. It's it like started, the ad. I was like, oh, it's going to be <laughs> I mean, great. The, 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 not the ad, intro. And I was like, wait, this is people? I know. I wasn't too stoked on it. My roommate was so fired up to show me it. name with the mustache? Peter Clouseau. Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers. Peter Pan. Clouseau was the character. He was selling, but I wasn't buying Inspector Clouseau. So anyway... Charles Fillmore says the definition for blasphemy is impious or irreverent thoughts toward God. Now, one might think, if we think bad thoughts about God, God gets mad at us, is really going to show us. That's not it at all. It's thoughts such as sickness, poverty, death, thoughts that are not true about God. Mm. That's why they're blasphemous. It's not, God is not sitting up there going, oh, they, how dare they not worship me? It's not that at yeah, all. Yeah. That's why blame is blasphemy. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the quote is from Matthew twelve thirty one, which says, but the blasphemy against the spirit. Now, the spirit's that thing that's knocking. In, it's like water. It's trying it's to, to flow get in. To us. Yeah. It's trying it's to get in. It's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it wants in. to flow in. So it says, but the blasphemy against the spirit shall not be forgiven. And why? Because we're the thing that is doing the forgiveness is the spirit. Yeah. So when we think thoughts that keep the spirit out we don't let the forgiveness happen yeah we that's suffer. the only yeah. reason it won't be forgiven yeah. not because there's a, any god that's trying to not forgive us it's because we won't let it in that's right we keep getting proud in my victimhood this is and and there's some <laughs> people even in re, there's people in religions who don't want this to be true they think you they make their whole thing on you got to come here you got to suffer you got to earn it but that's not god not at all no that's not every one yeah. of us has access to this the moment we let it in that's the good news. The yeah. moment we let Let's it in, go. it transforms everything. We are born again the yeah. moment we let it in. And uh, uh, Oh, we got to yes. read the Daily Word. Yeah, so you got a great Don't reading. Don't go by this clock because I, I started no, I, like a half hour. And I, I, no, no, it said three minutes and I paused the timer yeah, so, so just so we can finish off strong. So Mitch Bus, what do you got there? Oh, what's that card in your hand? Oh, man, every day is Valentine's Day over here at the Funniest Where'd Thing. Where'd you get that thing? I got it from these two dudes that kind of scare me. Um, no, I love them. Read the Th- whole thing. Thank you for all the ways you make this world a brighter one. Daryl and Ed, love Mitch Busk. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah, this was on my, uh, or on my desk office. That was a great there. daily word. I'm glad you chose. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that no, no. Was, Here we go. Oh, wait, you were, that was with your, uh, funniest thing breakfast package. Yeah, we, it was. That we get your for writer. our writer. It was beautiful. This experience, uh, this morning. He gets an Egg McMuffin, yeah. sausage Egg McMuffin, and a hash brown, and two ketchup and packets Eddie, when you're a guest <laughs> on our show. Eddie rubbed circles on my back for about two minutes, and it really freed me up spiritually mm. to do to do this. <laughs> I'm just yes. swaying. But I'm going to read this, yeah? Yeah, this yeah. is, cool. the, this is we're going to drive it home. <laughs> Bold. <laughs> I go off on these tangents. Um, you're in the right place for that, buddy. Right. Boldly, faithfully, I create my life. Sometimes doubts creep into my thinking, leading me into wonder whether I have what it takes to make my dreams come true. At those times, I feel emboldened when I remember I am 
a divine being, a child of God. This awareness reminds me I am never alone, never apart from the awesome spiritual gifts that are a part of my divine inheritance. Living from my spiritual identity and mindfully using my divine gifts helps me to be bold. I know my worth and feel comfortable in my skin. I feel deserving of every good thing. With faith and humility, I make decisions and choices that lead me to my highest good and also lead to the good of others. Without boasting or bravado, I rise to meet life. I am bold. I believe I belong. And at the bottom, we got a... Oh no, what do we got? Ugh. Is that on your chest? Ugh. I got a tattoo yesterday for <laughs> this. Uh, go ahead, read it. I can do I can't believe that. Yeah. What a coincidence. Move the mic what? Down. Move the mic away. Let's see it. Oh, right here. This is that is, really the same? Yes. I can do all things through Christ ah! who strengthened me. Come on. That's crazy. Hey, you ever seen Philippians 413? Ah! Yeah, wow. that's pretty tan. Yeah, wow, really tan. <laughs> I mean, did you get that uh, airbrush or? I did. Nice Jersey Shore. Can you we believe- sent you a, a gift certificate, so <laughs> I'm glad you. Can used you them. believe the? And you know, speaking of Paul, I'm going to wrap this episode up before we tell the story we found on a magazine about you. <laughs> I got a shout out to my friend Tony Daly, who I grew up with, who was an amazing skateboarder. He, you look so much like him. Really? And um, he was just, I don't know, it's crazy. I don't know, there's something about this coming full circle. He was the funniest guy, an amazing skateboarder. Uh-huh. So love to Tony Daly out there. And I love your nails, by the way. Oh, thank you. People are going to want to watch the show just to see that Mitch Bosk actually has tattooed on his chest. <laughs> The Bible verse from the Daily Word that we had him read today. Yep. Let's go. That's crazy. But here from <laughs> Catherine Ponder, and this goes along with bold. We want you to think about this when you're thinking about your good. It could be good health. It could be um, a career change. It could be just uh, just more abundant, lavish yes. abundance in your life. Yes. When you know the good you want and deliberately appreciate it, that means falling in love with the that new you, yeah. the, the, re, the new mm-hmm. health, the new job, or whatever it is. Fall mm-hmm. in love with that. Appreciate it. You make mental contact with it. You begin drawing it to you on the invisible plane. When you have drawn it close enough to you on the invisible level, just by appreciating your desire, it then manifests quickly. The good for which you prepared comes to you. That's how we prepare for our good, by appreciating it in advance. Mm-hmm. The good you appreciate overtakes you. Yes. You know, Daryl gave me, uh, pointed out that he said, you know, uh, Ed, you know, uh, uh, the biggest problem your mom ever taught you was that you have to suffer to earn money. And I was, that's kind of like, what's that guy from... Uh, 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 there's another truth talk speaker uh. that speaks like that. The guy uh, who wrote the pub. Power of positive thinking. Or something. Oh, Norman Vincent Peale. Yeah, no, Ed. Go a little higher, but, Ed. It's a the voice is off. Uh, yeah, no, I'm go. I think I'll go full Norman Vincent Peale. Yeah, no, Ed. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> the thing that the worst thing your mother ever taught you was that you have to suffer to earn money. It has to feel bad. Uh. And I was like, I'm not ready to hear this, but I know it's true. Because uh, so I said, I, I hung up with Daryl and I said, What can I do to? shift out of this because because i was like on the surface level of different things that were bothering me but he like kind of like went to the heart of it so i started meditating and it goes right with that and i came up with this my good comes to me joyfully my money comes to me joyfully and i'm laughing all the way to the bank yes 
laughing with joy, with the joy of God all the way to the bank. See it. Yeah, see it. Picture we were talking about. You can say that about your health. Right. I am healthy. And I, I laugh loved. all the way to the bank. And you I laugh all the way to the bank. All the way to the bank. And we were talking about this earlier. I did that meditation of manifesting and accepting that feeling of I have this, you know, and making that connection of like, this is what I'm going to have. And you're, you make that contact that you're yeah. reading yeah, appreciating about. appreciating it. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta be a little bit outlandish, right? This right. is not a reserve process. This is letting that joy. You have, I have to become a new man, right. a new person, not the one that now. lives in this little yeah, box the, of what now. it's okay to, to do. I was telling, right. I was saying like, we get this wrong idea. People are going to think I'm crazy if I come in there joyfully. Guess what? They don't. They're actually delighted. Thank God. Ed's yeah. finally not constipated. He's happy today. <laughs> starving yeah. for it. Okay. So we Beautiful. have from Thrasher Magazine and a, a Thrasher Magazine expose that Indy had under oh, his mattress. Oh, and I get to imitate Mitch Busk again. Go ahead. Indy had this under his mattress with a few other magazines. Oh, so, God. But he pulled this out. Again? And, uh, he peeled it away from the other magazines. <laughs> and what does it uh, say? It says, Mitch, Mitch Busk's minister was concerned about the influencer path that Mitch was on. Yeah. Daryl was concerned about this earlier he also. Was. I just the word. <laughs> he approached Mitch one day after the service and said, Mitch, I'm concerned about what you're doing on the internet. Mm. Are you sure this is what God has in mind for you? Mitch smiled. Yes, I am. I'm following Jesus. He was just like me. His minister was shocked. What do you mean Jesus was just like you? Mitch smiled. Well, he still lived at home with his mom and stepdad in his 30s. He believed he was God's gift to the world, and he tried to start a career as an influencer because he had 12 followers. Hey, you got to start somewhere, okay? No, but, <laughs> yes. Hey. Awesome. I love it. That's a good one. All right, we're going to try to bring joy to this song. And you song. know what? There's one thing Jesus did that Mitch still hasn't done. What? Walk on water? No. Jesus grew a beard because he was like you and looked too young for his age. <laughs> was that even a real beard? I'm trying, I wonder? dude. You're going to have to grow. That's what Jesus did. He goes, man, I because people go, look at you. You look like you're just. Is, is that why Stephen Tom Thorpe that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, we're gonna try to sing this out. We got to do it with Joe. Look at him. <laughs> oh, that freaking stud! Every he's the bear in the cave. <laughs> okay, so so this is from Howard Jones, isn't it? Yeah, Howard yeah. Jones. Want to do it quicker? Yeah, you know. You can look at the menu, menu. now. You, you can, can eat. eat. You, you can, can feel, feel the cushions now. now. You, you can, can have a seat. seat. You, you can, can dip, dip your, your foot, foot in, in the pool, pool. and you, you can, can have a swim. swim. You forget the punishment and you don't commit a sin. And God wants you. Oh, and God wants God. Okay. God loves everyone. And God wants you. And you want God. And no one, no one, no one ever is to blame. Do, 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 do. Visit DarylNet.com. We love you, man. Love you guys. Road to Pro Skate. Road to Pro Skate. Check me out on Instagram and TikTok. I do skate fashion content as well. I forgot to say that. What about YouTube? You on there? Oh, YouTube. Yeah, Mitchell Busk. It's the same at uh, at M-I-T-C-H-B-U-S-K. You can see my ventures with some of my students. And his new tattoos. My new tattoos. I did, yeah. A couple on that I've posted on my yeah, YouTube blogs. You Check it out. Wear the proper fit. Yeah. And God wants you. <laughs> and you want God. No one. 
No, no one, no one ever is to blame. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Yeah, I'm